Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. This is podcast number 115, and I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin. With me today, we have... I'm Hannah Bernarski, uh, Game Cola's social media trash queen. Uh, hello world, I'm Brancliffe. Hi there, Game Cola, it's Coley, and I'm going to try not to get everybody sick today. Hi, I'm John, I'm Game Cola's YouTube content creator. And I'm still Joseph. Martin. <laughs> we circled back around. It came full circle. And you know what else came full circle? A year ago, we talked about what we thought was going to happen with the Nintendo Switch, and gosh golly gee, it now exists, and we also now all have one, even though it's been out since, like, March. But we all have it, or have played it now. Um, it took us a while, but, I mean, that's just game cold for you. Am I right, I folks? Mean, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to start things off... I guess let's start in chronological order, which means that we'll talk about uh, just trying to go through uh, game releases in order and based on what people will be most interested in hearing. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Who's played Breath of the Wild? Me. Hi. Um, okay, so uh, Anna Coley, what do you think about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? It's good. Don't you mean Legend of Zelda Horse of the Wild? Because that's literally all I do. <laughs> Is get the horses. horses. <laughs> they are Same. they are awesome. I love them, and I I don't know. I was trying to get this one, and it wouldn't let me get it because I didn't have enough stamina. And I'm like, all right, screw you, horse. I'm gonna go do my the rest of my objectives. But as I was like flying off on my paraglider, it headbutted me out of the sky, and I died. <laughs> I fell down a mountain and died. <laughs> I'm still very confused about what exactly you were trying to accomplish I was with trying the horse to and also flying. The horse. <laughs> While flying? No, 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 I was flying away because I was done trying it because it was not having any of my shit. Oh, okay. Mm. And then the horse flew up <laughs> and killed you. I was, like, just in the range that apparently if it went on its back legs and headbutted, it hit me, and I was like, oh, okay, and then I did. Okay, just another while. We're, go- we're just going to go quickly through these, because I think most people have heard about, like, games. And we can we can circle back around to, because I think they'll come back up in games we've been playing. But I just want to quickly go through um, the games and what we think of them so that everybody has sort of a standard of, like, where we are with the Switch before we start talking about, like, the console itself. So um, the other one that I heard a lot of people playing was Puyo Puyo Tetris, which is that any different on the Switch than any other Puyo Puyo Tetris sort of situation, question mark? So it turns out it was on the 3DS as well, but it just did not get localized. And from what I've seen on the Switch and the 3DS, it is basically the same. I didn't even know it was on 3DS. So, well, I guess if it was a localized, though, no one around here... These parts would have played it then. Yeah, I think it's um, 3DS version is Japan only. It's a lot harder than it looks, though. It really yes, is. this it is deceptively challenging. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> Did for, you beat for, the game? No. For anyone who's uh, not familiar, what is the structure of Puyo Puyo Tetris? Because it's kind of like Tetris, but a puzzle game, sort of, right? Or well, I don't know. I, I, I mean. You could say Tetris already is a puzzle game, but it's a lot of things because it's a crossover game. So sometimes you are playing Puyo Puyo, sometimes you are playing Tetris, sometimes you're fighting someone and one of you is playing one and one of you is playing the other. 
and sometimes you're actually playing a weird fusion of both. It's there's a lot to it. But it's not at the same time. Like basically what will happen, you'll have like the board and it's a Tetris board, but then like it does a countdown and then you swap to your other board that has Puyo on it. Oh, um later on in the game there is actually a fusion of both on the I'm same board. That. It's <laughs> that that's what I thought exactly, and it is horrendously difficult. Oh god. So so just real quick for those because I think most people are familiar with Tetris if they're listening to a podcast about video games. Um, but Puyo Puyo <laughs> might be a little bit outside of certain people's uh, range of expertise. Oh. So what what oh. exactly is that, very briefly? So if you have played Kirby's Avalanche or Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, that is exactly what it is. Okay, and if, Did Joel, that go if you over haven't played head? those games... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, uh, I don't know how to describe it in words. Coley, you do it. So it's kind of like you have... Well, they're called Puyos. They're like these little circle-y things. Like, they kind of like are jelly-ish. And they're colors. Like So there's yellow, red, blue, and green. And I think you have to clear four? Yes. And when you like connect four of a color together, it disappears like, you know, a line of Tetris blocks would when you make a line. And it just goes from there. The blocks, well, the Puyos fall on like Tetris blocks which just hang there when you clear. But the Puyos actually, like, fall, so you can still have a chance of clearing things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Usually what you want to try doing is, um, when you clear a group of Puyos, any that are on top of it will drop as well, and you can kind of form, like, a combo if you plan it out well. But it's kind of hard to do, because you need to, like, train your eyes to see it. But anyways, you try to go for a big combo, and the more Puyos you can clear in one move, the more damage you do to the other player, I, I don't know how to describe it. If you can do a long combo, you drop, like, garbage Puyos on top of them, and those are harder to get rid of. Alright. Well, so is there anything, is there anything like, Switch-specific for that game? Or is it just sort of like, this is, you can also play this game on Switch, and that's just an option? There's a lot of different controller settings, but that's about it. Yeah. Alright, and then the last game we want to talk about real quick, and then we'll circle around, I'm sure, and talk about it some more, because I have a lot to say about it. Um, <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey, let's do it's Odyssey. It's so good! I actually prefer the other song, and I, I'm not going to say what I mean by the other song, but I'm sure you guys know. Um, yep. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's very good. It's a very good video game. It's so good. It's, and, I mean, that's just what I keep say telling people. Like, people are like, how's Mario Odyssey? And I'm just like, it's a very good video game. Um, <laughs> it's, I think, one of the, like, top-rated games ever. Yeah, it's getting, like, 10 out of 10s on all the things. I would yes. still give it yes. a 9 out of 10. If I'm, I don't think I'm going to end up being one of the people writing a review for it. But, uh... I would, if I were to write a review for it, I would give it a 9 out of 10. There are a couple things that I'm like, hmm. Um, I think the camera's a little weird. I think they keep it in a little close. And in a game about looking around at stuff, I think they did it intentionally so that you had to move the camera more so that you could look around at well, stuff. Also, oh, that's they witty. Have those, they have those camera things, too, that you can use Cappy to control and then look around. Like, you don't, like, the binocular I like those. Thing? Yeah, yeah, they're binoculars. 
Yeah. Yeah, I just mean like in general though, walking around, like it's a little close and a lot of time I, I feel like I'm not I'm not fighting the camera as you would in like a early uh, 3D video game. It's not like that. It's just like a little close and I find it's a little hard to like put the camera where I want to see but then also like move around seamlessly. In Mario Galaxy, they pulled the camera back out a lot further from you. And so it was a lot easier to see where you're going. But I guess the game was, you know, also the game was more linear. So they could sort of auto put the camera in places that were convenient. So I understand the challenge. I just think they put it a little close just to sort of make it harder to find things because you can't see as much. So you have to do more exploring, which makes sense. But it was a little, it was definitely a little frustrating at first. I mean, it's, it's a very good video game, guys. Yes. Yes. I like There's some of the things that they actually did with it. So much content in this video game. I think I... So much to do. I did... To beat the game, you only need to complete about an eighth of the content in it. I think. Yeah. That sounds about right, yeah. Which is not a lot. Like, I've spent way more time in the post-game than I did in the main game. I mean, speedruns of Mario Odyssey are, like, an hour and a half. But yeah, it's, like, super easy to, like, breeze through it if, like, that's all you're doing. Like, in some of the worlds that I didn't particularly, like, have too much of an interest in, I just got the required moons that I needed and just left. <laughs> Desert Kingdom. That one wasn't so bad. I'm trying to think of which one. It was, like, the jungle one. You didn't like that one? Oh, not at, like I do like it, but at first I was like, eh. Oh wait, no, you I mean just, you. I just want to move on. You mean the Lost Kingdom? Yeah, no, screw that one. I thought you meant the Wooden Kingdom for a second. Wait, did you? I thought I thought she meant the Wooden Kingdom, and I was kind of agreeing. I hope not. Oh, I love the Wooden Kingdom. I love the Lost Kingdom. The one with the robots, right? Yeah, the robot ones. Yeah, that's the Wooden Kingdom. It's just yeah, it's it's kind of a pain to navigate at first. Once you sort of get a feel for everything, it's better. But it is, like, a little bit more spread out and, like, chunked off. I mean, I still liked it, but, it, yeah, it's definitely not one of my favorites. Um, but, yeah, yeah that's it's a very good video game. And I think we can move on after saying that it's a well, very good video game. Um, well, do, do we want to talk about it more in depth later or now? Because there is something. No, I we're going to, we're going to circle. Well, it's all I have to talk about games I've been playing, Brancliff. Okay, okay, okay. Because all right, of I get all it. the video game I've been playing for the past all the two and a half games. weeks. It, or however it's long okay, Jetty, I understand. So, okay, so that's what we sort of think about so i tried to talk about the ones that we've at least two of us have played um yeah but we'll, and we'll, we'll hit upon other ones as we sort of continue our discussion about the switch um but so let's let's talk about the switch as a console and sort of the main thing there being you can put it on a tv or you can put it not on a tv how's that been for you guys one thing I one thing I do want to say about it is uh it's hard to say whether or not it will fit in your pocket. I think it does for some people and doesn't for others. So if you want to play it around a lot, that's something you might want to think about. You need really that's big pockets. Buy, that's why you buy a case for it. I put it that's, in my backpack. Like, I have a case for mine. So if I ever as, want as to, as a girl, I don't know what pockets are apparently. Suit suitcase case for it. He carries it around like a like he's a lawyer <laughs> or something. Just like oops. <laughs> don't let's play some don't switch, baby. Uh, but so like I mean I like 
almost immediately the first couple days I played it, like I played it immediately on the TV because I wanted to play Mario Odyssey in all its glory. Um, and then uh, I went on a bus ride for like a school thing, uh, like a school trip uh, to the local Comic Con. And what school trip is that? Uh, my that I is friend, an awesome trip. I have, I have a friend who is in a class that was talking about like fan culture and stuff. They were doing a section on that. And so they went to the local Comic Con, which is very small compared to like big Comic Con that you would really think of it was a pretty small thing but it was like a two-hour bus ride there and so i played switch on the way um so i played mario odyssey on the switch in in the bus and that was fun and then i played and then like i was talking to someone about playing mario odyssey and they were like well what about this thing in mario odyssey what about this thing in mario odyssey and what and then i said why don't i just literally show you and i just pull it out and i put it we were at lunch and i just put it on the table it's like here this is the video game you can see it now it's a very good video game. It's a very good <laughs> video game. Um, it is. Like, immediately, like, all of those things were relevant. And I wasn't even playing multiplayer game. I mean, you can you can kind of do multiplayer with Mario Odyssey, but um, not really. It's kind of... In my yeah. It's kind it of sucks. like the, almost the same two-player kind of feel. Well, to me, it reminded me of what they did with Mario Galaxy, where... Mm. One person gets the star bits, and <laughs> that's the other it. person <laughs> can you know, well, the other person it plays more the than game. Just that. <laughs> well, they you do more than just that. Well, so can you in Mario Galaxy? I mean, a mood point, but I mean, you could stun the enemies. You could shoot cursor. a star, and you can collect stars, and I think that's it, right? You can stun enemies. Yeah. Stunning enemies, which actually would prove useful. But anyway, what I want to know is what happened to Luigi. L is real, what? 2401. Like, what Like what the hell? You have the second player option. Why don't you just do, like, what the Lego games do, where you can add in a second player, and then if they go too far from each other, just split-screen it. I feel like that would take a lot of processing power, though. Like, if the I'm Lego really... games can do it, I'm sure Mario well, Odyssey can do it. Mario Odyssey is very conservative about how much of the game it shows you. Like, it's got that weird fade-in thing, where it's... I don't know if you've noticed, but, like... It doesn't just, like, it's got, like, this weird grid pattern to it. Has anyone else noticed that? Oh, you mean, like, when you zoom in too close to an object and it has, like, those circles? The draw yeah. distance? Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. got that, and it's very, like, you'll see, like, it, it fades things in and out, like, as they go into your draw distance. And so I think with two players, it wouldn't be able to do that. And I think that's one, being able to do that and only have certain areas loaded very specifically based on where you are is a big portion of why the game can even run. I mean, also, too, I don't, I know in, like, Breath of the Wild, sometimes there are, like, some hiccups. Like, although the Switch is a good, you know, console, there are some times in games where it kind of chugs a little bit. But I mean, it's still good. So what I'm saying, though, is that having a second player who could be in a completely different location would probably just be too taxing on the hardware. Right. You can get his clothes. Yeah, you can just dress up as Luigi. It's not the same. This this is also true. It is not the same. Have Mario cosplay as his brother. That's creepy. So speaking of outfits in Mario Odyssey, I absolutely adore Bowser's costume. He looks so dapper. I love it. He's very dapper. I really liked his hat. The way yes. they used the hat in the game, I thought that was really creative. 
they do a lot of stuff, well, naturally with hats in the game. Like, I spazzed out the first time, like, when you, when you know you're first getting into the game and it's, like, telling you how to do things like, oh, like, you can do this if you do that. And I, like, saw a checkpoint and I saw a bird just sitting on the flag and I'm like, oh my god, it has a hat on it? That's adorable. I, I love how the Goombas in different kingdoms will wear different hats, although they don't really serve much purpose because you hit them and the hat falls off and then you just hit them again. It doesn't make them any more challenging, but I do like it stylistically. It's really creative. I was actually a little worried that, like, the, because there's the, it, they showed in the trailer that, like, oh, if it has a hat, then you can't just capture it right away. And I was concerned that, they were going to make it really restrictive. Like, it was going to be like, oh, literally all the enemies have these hats that you can't knock off, and so only every once in a while you'll be able to actually capture something because they want to keep it really controlled. But no, like, most of the stuff that you... All of the enemies, pretty much, you can you can capture. And if they have hats, that usually just means that you have to hit them twice, and so that's a little bit harder. But there's... Like, Mario Odyssey is very much like a, yes, you can do, you want to do that? Go, go right ahead. It might not be a good idea, but go for it, man. Um, and the only people that you can't capture are just like, you know, story people or NPCs that you really have no business messing it around with. It super bothers me how every single person in New Donk City has a hat. It's like, no, not everyone I, wears hats. <laughs> okay, that is true. Not everyone wears hats, but I do like when I found the one person I could capture, I thought that was really cool. And then I tried using the RC car, and I gave up because it's oh too hard. God, I hate that car so much. Okay, I, 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 I know there's people who are listening to this that have no idea what I'm talking about. And actually, maybe this won't be the best explanation, but there's there's a, there's a dual minigame in Mario Party 6 where you play a car with tractor wheels, and you control... The left wheels with the left stick, and the right wheels with the right stick. And that's basically oh, that what one. the RC car is in Super Mario Odyssey. I was always bad at that minigame, game. No, too. that's I not... Just, so wait sense. a minute. Um, Brancliffe, I might have discovered why you're having so much trouble, because that's not how it works at all. Was was it the front and back? What? How how did it work? You, it's 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 all perspective. So the the idea is that the car turns when you go left or right. It's based on the perspective of the car, but you have a fixed perspective. It's like another that game in Mario Party controls. Six or maybe Seven, um, the cart one, like the 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 racetrack that you go around is like almost the, exactly the same thing is that one minigame, which is why I was so good at it, because I've done that exact control style so many times. But if you're using the right stick and expecting anything to happen, that might be your problem. I'm impressed that you had an explanation and was still able to tie it back to Mario Party somehow. (laughs) It was, that was like a different Mario Party (laughs) game. (laughs) Of course, that's the one that I haven't played. Um, we were not supposed to go back to Mario Odyssey yet, though, so maybe we Gosh, don't. <laughs> oh. Maybe you can just, like, grab a chunk of fine. audio and then just kind of slide it over to the end. It's fine. So, like, playing the Switch out and about, because, I mean, docked mode is pretty self-explanatory. I think everyone has a use for docked mode, which, if you don't know, docked mode is when you can put the Nintendo Switch and connect it up to the TV versus taking it out of the dock and playing it on the screen there. So, what about the rest of you guys? Like, have you taken it out, or have you mostly just kept it at home? I 
don't go anywhere. <laughs> um, I go to work and I come home. So do you, when you play it at home, do you usually play it docked or do you take it out and like play it in bed? I usually play it in bed because I have like several different things hooked up to my TV and it would be kind of a pain to keep unplugging and plugging it back in. So I usually just play it in bed while watching YouTube on my TV. Efficient. I like it a lot better, I think, this way, because since the game I play most is Stardew Valley at the moment, it's a lot easier for me to see on the smaller screen, because I just can't see either. I also like, I like handhelds a lot more, I think I'm discovering, so I think that's most of the reason I um, like it better uh, undocked, plug in and uh, unplug it. So I I usually use my Switch on a table, and it works, but um the stand that pops out on the back of it, it's not very good. It will no, work if the table or whatever surface you use it on is completely flat, but if it is not, it will not work. It is very finicky. It also came That's off for me, weird. but I put it back on easily. Oh no. Oh god. You already broke it. <laughs> Guys, it's not that bad. A, you broke a $300 I, piece of hardware. How do you feel? I fixed it, <laughs> and it didn't even involve tape. I was about to say, <laughs> did you use, like, duct tape? But then you said that, so... I, I kind of just slotted it back in, and it fit, so I hope it's fine? That's probably fine. It's real. So now we can talk about the controllers. Yeah, I I like the... I like the controllers for the most part. Um, doing doing yeah. them by them like doing one by itself, I didn't really like for Mario Odyssey, but I think that's just because the game is very much designed around having both, and so like camera controls and all that. But I mean, like they feel fine in my hand. I play I played Mario Odyssey with just them. I like being able to sort of rest my hands in whatever position I want, regardless. They don't have to be right next to each other, so I can just like lie down or like hold the controllers behind me as I play or whatever. I can sit in whatever position I want, and it's cool. I like that. I kind of like that about the Wii, too, but this is even more because they're not not even, like, if you have a nunchuck and a Wii remote, they're not even, like, connected to each other by a wire. Like, you can literally put your hands wherever you want, and it's pretty cool. Right. I really like playing with them not connected to the screen, but at the same time, I need to find a flat surface to place my Switch on to do that. And that's kind of a pain because, like I said, I would rather just sit on my bed and play it. So I'd just be, like, putting it on my bed and staring down at it, <laughs> further further uh, hurting my back. Sometimes I just <laughs> put day, it on my, like, my knees and hold the, my knees up like a backstand. Yeah, I've tried doing that. And then, like, I have to move 30 minutes later, and it's like, ugh. I hate but, that. Um, I like that better. <laughs> I also like the... Uh, controller that it comes with, like the uh the controller that it comes with or the little you mean the like the thing on. to insert the mm-hmm. in. yeah i have yeah, not that, used that yet that's like how that's how i play I like it, it but i actually caved and i bought a pro controller you bought today. the thing it's like yep. 70 dollars they were she said they were on sale it is on sale right now on amazon which is why i bought it not when this podcast so, comes say, out though did you probably buy it from work or well, yeah, but... I might cave, what? too, just because you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on. 
I I hear it's really nice. Like it doesn't feel cheap when you hold it. It feels nice and sturdy, and I hear like the buttons are a little bit bigger. Thank God. So I'm like super. I think excited Cam to has one, and he likes it a lot. I didn't feel like the buttons really needed to be bigger, except for the minus oh. button on the left Joy-Con. That is puny. I mean, if you have small hands like me, it really doesn't matter. Oh yeah, I have but, puny <laughs> hands. I understand. But people who are bigger and have bigger hands probably need bigger buttons. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Joy-Con controllers at all, but I believe that's mainly due because I have big hands. So I feel like I'm pressing like every button at once when I'm typing. <laughs> when, when I just wanted to jump. Hit, hit X. That was a really good tie-in. <laughs> hit X, boom, and it does like a million things that I can't handle. And honestly, I think the buttons are really stiff, personally, especially the joysticks. I feel like they're very constricted with how they move and whatnot. Um, but since the uh, the controllers are so small, the buttons can only be pushed down so far. So it just feels like with the way the new iPhone is, it just feels like a click, but it doesn't feel like you're pushing it down at all. It just right. it feels very awkward the way the way it handles for me. Yeah, I can I can see that. It definitely like when I'm pushing down like all like there's no need to push harder. Like it doesn't do anything, and it doesn't do anything on any other console, as far as I know. Pushing the button harder doesn't make you jump better. Um, but like, you know, sometimes you get into it. Like I was playing the, uh, the bounding race thing in Mario Odyssey. Um, and like my thumb did start hurting after a while because I was mashing that B button to bounce (laughs) and very frustrated that it wasn't working the way I wanted it to. So that I, yeah, I can sort of see like, there's definitely not a whole, like the difference between pushing and not pushing is kind of small. And so... If you're used to getting a little more give, it, it can definitely feel uncomfortable. But I think I got used to it. Um, with Mario Odyssey in particular, it's nice because most of the time you're doing these really light, like, taps, sort of. And you need to, like, quickly go from button to button and, like, do, do like, quick taps because of, like, all the different little controls that you can do. So I liked it in that. But, yeah, I can I can see what you're saying. Uh, I, I want to talk about the uh, Joy-Cons on, a, I, I guess, a technical level. Uh, one thing that's really neat about these is that um, since, you know, they're wireless, they have battery life, I guess. But unlike the Wii controllers, I feel like these things just don't die. But maybe that's because when you attach them to your Switch, which, by the way, it makes the noise that it does in Switch trailers, and I think that's a really cool detail. But um, It's the most satisfying thing. <laughs> yes, yes it is. But um, when you attach your Joy-Cons to your Switch, I think that the Joy-Cons kind of like siphon energy out of the Switch itself to keep mm-hmm. themselves alive. Yeah. It's, yep. And it sounds weird, but it's also cool because it means that these things basically never die, or at least they never have for me. I don't know about you guys. It's actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. One of the Joy-Cons actually does lose power a lot faster than the other one. I think it's the left one uses more That's, power yeah. at a time than the right one. And I don't understand, I don't know why, and it's just, it's weird, because like, why would one Joy-Con lose power faster than the other one? Probably has more gyroscopes or something inside of it. Um, maybe but I always thought that was funny because like it's like oh battery low I'm like what do you mean battery low and I like checked I'm like oh just the left one but the right <laughs> one's fine <laughs> okay oh I also want to talk about um the screenshot and record button it's so cool 
you can just press it and it takes a screenshot, but if you hold it down, it makes a recording of the last 30 seconds of whatever you were doing, so you can't, like, record your entire playthrough of a game using it or anything, but it's really cool if you just did something really awesome and you weren't expecting to have done that, and then you want to share it with people? It's it's surprisingly handy. Like that horse thing I mentioned earlier. Did you record that? Because I, I want did to... record that. <laughs> can oh, can we get that in the show notes? I want that in the show notes. <laughs> I did get that on... It's on my Twitter. Yes. I, put... I put it on there. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure out somewhere to put it so that you all can see it. Yeah, I want to see it. Can I tell a fun Twitter story? It's not about me. <laughs> Go for it. But... Okay, so my favorite thing uh, that happened, like, after the press conference where the Switch was, like, fully announced in January, there were at at least two YouTubers that I, like, got to go and interview uh, CEO of Nintendo America. Reggie. And, uh... Reggie. 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 Um, that was uh, Pro Jared and The Completionist. I love them! And... Pro Gerard the Finishist? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, but Pro Jared's wife Heidi took a picture of the Joy Cons in um in his hands, and she said the Joy Cons fit in uh at Pro Jared's Yowie hands. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, wow! It was really funny to me. Continuing on from uh the controller like control methods, what do you guys think about uh, HD Rumble? Oh, I like it. I didn't get to use it. It's really cool, but I only have one example of experiencing it. As you can probably guess, it was in Odyssey. Yeah, it's all over Odyssey. The HD rumble is in, like, everything that's happening. Like, you jump in the water and it goes brrr. You you get near the ship, it goes brrr. You get on top of the secret, it goes brrr. (laughs) You go in one of those hidden rooms where you're supposed to dig up the power moon, and it goes brrr, but it burrs harder the closer you get to it and it's actually pretty cool can we coin this term what (laughs) (laughs) i like it i don't remember how it's used in breath of the wild because i haven't played it in a few days um but in stardew valley i like it a lot when it rumbles when you're fishing and when you get a fish oh that sounds really handy it'll rumble it's actually really nice because I can't see half the time, so I can't see the yellow exclamation point go over top of my farmer's head. Um, so that's nice. Also, when you get hit by an enemy, uh, I'm trying to think of any other uses. I haven't found any that I... So, like, it doesn't do it when you, like, use tools or something? I don't think so. I okay. I could be wrong because I might not have noticed it because that's just how oblivious I can be. There is a point where you kind of get used to it and you just forget it's mm-hmm. on. Yeah, yeah, it just becomes like one of the ways you you sense the game. Yeah, I, I I found like a lot of the time like I was using it just in my general moving around Mario Odyssey without really realizing that I was using it, and it just became like I found things where I was like it vibrated, and I just like went to go look and see what was up with that without thinking like, oh hey, that's a that's a mechanic that I'm using. It just felt like, oh, if I like I was just like I felt a vibration and I naturally went over to where the vibration was. Th- that's the yeah. word, natural. It feels so natural. It just flows really well and you just get used to it. It has become your sw- Hey Coley. It has become your hey. switch sect. It does um I'm actually playing it right now. Oh, um, it does. It does. Oh, cool. 
it does uh, rumble when you use like the uh, axe and the hoe, and also I think the pickaxe. Yes, only a little bit though. Yeah. So okay, let's let's a new new next up on the docket, not the not the switch docket, just in general. What were some questions that you had about the switch or misconceptions, maybe even? that were cleared up after owning. For me, I finally confirmed, yes, the screen is a touch screen. I didn't yes. know Ooh. that for sure before, and I didn't think to test it out until like maybe day three when I had to enter in like a password to connect to my school's internet. And I was like, can I just tap this in with my fingers? And I did, it's like, I can. Cool. <laughs> that was actually my first, um, my first instinct to like, when I was inputting, uh, passwords and stuff so, um that was like my first instinct to try to see if it was a touch screen and thank god it was yeah, so that's that's good for like drawing games too that like cause those <laughs> were those were like really big on the wii u it's like one of the does it does it not have a stylus no no it doesn't no Ooh, that's gonna be tough for drawing games that means they could sell a new pen accessory yeah. I know that they do like selling their accessories. They could you could probably also just yes. use one that works. Like I'm sure like <laughs> you, you like you you might not necessarily have to buy a Nintendo brand stylus. You there are probably yeah. styluses for cuz like it's got to be either pressure or capacitive and there's styluses yeah. for both of those. Yeah, wait, that that's a question. Is it is it like a heat detected touch screen like an iPhone is, or is it just like touch sensitive like a DS or the Wii U was? I um, just tried touching my Switch with my DS stylus, and it is not detecting it at all. So it is probably the iPhone one. Yeah, that it's, sounds it's like it, it, I, yeah. I think it's capacitive. It's probably heat based too. On the topic of things we found out about the Switch after owning one, I, gu I guess I'll say this because uh, I, I said this in the Game Cola chat, and someone wasn't aware. It does still have friend codes, so if you want to add somebody by inputting, Whoa. if you want to you add don't... someone by inputting what is now a fourteen-digit long code, you can do that. But you don't have to do it. There are other ways to add people. Yep. If you have friends on other devices, you can do that too. It'll also um, keep track of the people you recently played online with. It kind of like keeps a history of it, which is super cool. Uh, so... The Wii, the Wii U did that through uh, Meverse. Which was interesting. Rip me verse. I'm so sad it's gone. Uh, it was kind of like, it was just me <laughs> Facebook. That's well, basically uh, what it was. It, it's like Club Penguin. We didn't care about it until it was gone. But now that it's gone, we're sad. Speak for yourself, Brancliffe. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one person who's listening to this cares a lot about Club Penguin. I care a lot about Club Penguin. Ripping peace. Didn't you see the people that were speedrunning getting banned in Club Penguin? Under, <laughs> under one second. That is the best part. I was part. just like, is this what we've become? That yes. we're just trying to speedrun how fast it takes to get banned from something? I'm not surprised it's a getting banned speedrun, but there are some wacky speedruns out there. Like, trying to 100% Animal Crossing... For the game, well, not really one hundred percent, because catching all the however many fish would be impossible. No, no, it was what uh, speed running, paying off the entire debt. <laughs> you know what we need? What club penguin on the switch? 
Not at all. No. Oh, Absolutely not. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> terrible think, in the best yeah, way. Yeah, when we put Club Penguin on it, we'll put Miiverse back on it, too. I will say, I am surprised at the kinds of things that they put on the Switch eShop. There were a lot of things that it's just like, I was not expecting that. Like, um... Like I, I just looked and this was not there the last time I checked. V V V V V V V that's that's on the switch that is also now. Yeah. On Steam. I, I'm just I'm just surprised. I just didn't expect it would be there. Is there a correct way I... to pronounce that game? I'm pretty sure it's just no, saying it's all the V's. I, I'm sure if yeah. I count out how many that's V's there are, can I can figure it out. But, v V V V V Like when I look at it with my eyes, it just kinda of blends together. Has anyone else bought any of those games that aren't like commercialized or anything that are just on the eShop? You mean or, or am I the only one? Indie Octodad is on on the eShop for the Switch. Oh that's my God. that's different. I I did not expect that. Is Goat Simulator on there? The Goat Simulator is not on there. That would be wild though. I really do like it. the fact that they have this because if you think about it, it adds a lot more content to, like, the Switch. Like, I bought a $5 game called Koi DX. I don't know if any of you had seen it on the eShop or have heard about it. I probably scrolled by it at some point because I did look through the eShop. <laughs> it's got, like, Koi Fish on in the front The <laughs> the lily pad. The Jackbox Party Pack is on the Switch. That's actually really cool. I wonder how that works, though, because, like, I don't know, like, I feel like the the internet experience with the rooms and stuff where not everybody needs the game is is the main appeal of that, and so I don't know how that would work on a console. I'm pretty sure Use Your Words is on Switch. It is. I love that game so much. I'm just looking down the Switch uh, eShop right now. There were a lot of surprises on here. Let's see, FIFA 18 is here. And a lot more to come, too. I'm really excited for Octopath Traveler. Yes! It looks yes. like a fa- Final Fantasy game. I know it's by Square, so that's why. It looks really pretty. They got the uh, Bravely Default team for that one. I'm very excited for that one. That was one of the ones they showcased at E3, right? I think so. I didn't. I know nothing about E3. They also had a demo for it that you could <laughs> download... And then you'd play through it, yeah. and then you'd fill out a survey to give to the devs, which is really interesting. I don't think it's still there, though. Well, maybe oh, no, will... nope, it's still there. No, the demo's still there. I checked a few days ago. I just didn't look at it yet. So, um, I, I don't still have the article that I looked at this on, but apparently the Switch has already sold 7 million units, which means it has sold half as many units as the Wii U has in its entire lifespan in less than a year. And Christmas and... hasn't even happened yet. Oh, oh, that's yeah. true. Nope. I don't know that's if insane. that speaks well for the Switch or speaks bad for the Wii U, and I, I think, think it could be both. both. Yeah, both. Yeah. But I think part of it, too, is a lot of people are kind of wary about it, and they're not, like, really sure. Like, I've heard some people who say, make comments like, oh, but the Switch is so expensive, and I look at them, I'm like, you know the Switch is the cheapest, you know, AAA console on yes. the market right now, right? yes. They're like, oh, well, the games are expensive, too. I'm like, well, it's the same value as any other, you know, AAA company's games at the moment, too. Like, 60 bucks is just the going price for AAA games. And the eShop lets you look for discount games if you want. Yep. And cheaper options, too. Be smart. Shop smart. Shop as smart. This, like, for the Switch's launch year, it I feel like it was a really good launch year. And not just because, like, oh, 
they made really good first party games. I think we could all agree they made very good first party games, but I feel like this is looking good for the Switch in the long term. Although a lot of yeah. these indie games on the eShop, and I do love me some indie games, but uh, a lot of these are kind of, I, I don't want to say nobody's because that's kind of mean, but games that I've definitely never heard of in my life and will probably never hear about again. So I, I think if we get some um, big name indie games up, that'd be cool. Oh, hey, The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth is on the eShop. That's cool. I, I might pick <laughs> Mission accomplished. Well, what it needs is more, like, mainstream new ones indie, not mainstream mainstream indie is redundant it's not redundant it's an oxymoron but i mean it, it needs high profile indie games that came at like that aren't old right like we're getting ports of old indie games onto the switch and what it really needs is yeah Fresh like news. an indie game Exclusives. that got popular that's also on the switch so that's how people it doesn't even necessarily have to be only on the switch but it just needs to be pop game popularity on the Switch, because right now, most of the indie games that are being played on the Switch are ones people are buying it for a second time. Like Stardew Valley, a lot of people have played Stardew Valley on the Switch, but those people right. also bought Stardew Valley on PC. So, and I mean, that works well for the Switch, but I think to really sort of sell it as a everything kind of console, it needs to carry an indie game while it's gaining popularity, rather than take an old popular indie game and put it on there. I will say this, if they put Cuphead on the Switch, I think that would be exactly that, but they probably won't do that. They can't. Figures. Microsoft uh, it. Dreams crushed. Oh well. The only thing like I was going to add when you made the comment about like how many units the Switch has sold, I think that number would be higher if Nintendo actually, like, planned for that like they should have and actually made more units off the bat <laughs> because remember like when the switch first came out it's like hard it was hard to find like you just could not get a switch it was really difficult because when they find you know stores would finally get shipments of them they would just fly off the shelves because and then nintendo was like oh gee huh they're all gone guess we gotta well, make more here's the thing though Nintendo's Holy. been doing that a lot. But 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 even that, even that, let's talk about the Nintendo Wii for a second. Because when the Switch was when the <laughs> Switch was running out of stock, it was like, you know, for a bit, and you could wait a while and get it online. When the when Nintendo Wii came out, it was months before new stock came in. Like it was a crazy amount of time when the Wii... I remember, like, people were complaining about not being able to get a Wii for a really long time. With the Switch, it had its initial release, but then, like, after the first, like, month or so, you could... Like, you might have to wait a couple days, but you would get... You could get it within a week. I mean, I, I, your mileage will vary based on region, obviously. There were some places where it was impossible and some places where... People probably never felt like there was a shortage. It imp yeah, it, it depends on your region some. But the, the in terms of other console releases by the Switch, I think uh, by by the Switch by Nintendo, um, I think this has actually been pretty good. And re releasing it in March instead of releasing it in the holiday season, and so now getting the holiday season stock in is probably good. And it, it's better to have that lack of it during like the spring and summer than during christmas times and other holidays yeah, other gift giving I, holidays i actually kind of want to know from you guys 
do you know what it was like and how hard it was to get a Switch in your region? Because I actually live in the same town as Nintendo of America, so getting a Switch was pretty easy, but I don't know what it was for you guys. I'd also like to add on, um, while the Wii's shortage was really bad, it did sell more than its uh, competition, so it's not something that would be impossible to recover from. True. Um, at the time when it came out, I lived in like a smaller town, like a smaller middle of nowhere type place with a university that had a lot of nerdy people and one Walmart. So it was harder to get one for around where I lived at the time. But now that I'm back home in a more suburban area, it was like still pretty hard to find one in like a local target or something i mean it wasn't it, it was i'm trying to think over the summer it was a little hard too but it wasn't as bad like to get one from gamestop even but that was like like six months ago not even like five months ago but now it's like 10 times better and i don't know how non-gamestops are with having it in stock but it's easier now to get it so uh, we're coming up at the the end of the podcast time. So uh, why don't we why don't we go through and do the? Uh, they'll probably still be Switch themed to a certain extent because I imagine <laughs> the games we've been playing, which is the segment we're about to do, are mostly Switch games. So uh, why don't we just start in reverse order than we were introduced? Start that's me. I haven't played Super Mario Odyssey. I usually go last. That's why I'm going first this time. It's um, so good. It's a very good it's video so game. Good. Um, I am about, I think, uh, seven-eighths through the game now. If you're counting, like, all of the the moons, which are the power stars in Mario Odyssey. If you're doing that, then I'm about seven-eighths of the way through the game. I'm getting close, but it's been a lot of fun. It's definitely either rank one or rank two of the Mario... Like 3D Mario's for me. Uh, Agreed. My my rankings, in case you're curious, are one and two are Odyssey and Mario Galaxy, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, number two is Super Mario Galaxy. T- uh, number three is Super Mario Galaxy two, then uh, Sunshine, then 64, and that's just me personally. But so it's it's sitting up in in that weird. It's at least sitting up in that weird space between Mario Galaxy one and two. Um, and I just need to replay Mario Galaxy 1 uh, and see sort of where I stand on that. Because that one has a lot of nostalgia that I need to look through and sort of judge. <laughs> They're also pretty different games. Like, of those, of the 3D Marios, Mario Galaxy 1 and Odyssey are probably the most dissimilar in what kind of game they're trying to be. Can agree. So that that also makes it a little hard to compare. Um, oddly, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is actually, like, having just play- replayed Super Mario Galaxy 2 before getting Mario Odyssey, it's actually trying to do, like, a lot of things that Mario Odyssey ended up doing, um, but Mario Galaxy 2 is very bad at it because the underlying game structure does not lend itself to exploration at all, even though it's got that stupid green stars thing at the end of the game, which is basically the same sort of thing as Mario Odyssey, except you're playing in linear levels, so it's not fun. This to explore, what do you, you have to go travel through again? the level you've already done, but that you've already yeah. done it, and then it's not actually different in any way. Doesn't every Mario game do that? 
Not like Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know necessarily. Yeah, I well, like, because, like, there's the comets in Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 where you replay the level with a twist. That's different. This is literally you play through right. the exact same level, but, like, only a third of it. And then you then you get the star and you finish. You have to start over, go through and get the second green star, and then go through and get the third green star. It's like hide and seek green stars, <laughs> but it's not fun. Be- part, mostly because no. the levels are all the, the linearly structured, so it's not like you're really exploring around. It's like you're literally just playing part of the level, stopping, starting over, playing two thirds of the level, stopping, starting over. Then there's also Super Mario 3D Land and 3D World, where you basically have to backtrack to the levels that you play just to discover more secrets because you got new abilities later on in that game. Do you? Yeah. I don't remember that. I know that you get the secret character in 3D World, but other than that, I'm not sure. I mean, don't you get the, um, the, like, the super-powered leaf, like, Tanuki leaf later later on, and then you use that to, like, make a hole in the earlier levels, and then that gives you, like... I thought they I only don't gave remember it that. Something. I don't remember. I mean, you might be right. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I did 100% Mario, th- uh, the 3DS Mario Land, um, and I, I don't remember game. doing that. I could be getting thought- my games mixed up. I thought they only gave the golden leaf to you when you kept dying over and no, over again. No, this is again. different. No, this no, is no. A different. I know that there's a different leaf that you get later in the game, which gives you the uh, more full Tanuki suit power, where you can turn into a statue. Yeah, that's what one game am I thinking of then? Huh. I mean, the t- there is also the golden Tanuki suit in 3D Land, as well, yeah. but that's also different. There's many Tanuki suits in 3D Land. That's kind of its thing. Which, just minor spoiler for Mario Odyssey, the tree from Mario 3D Land is in the, uh, the final area, and spoilers if you don't want, one of the final areas, um, uh, don't listen for, like, two minutes if you you don't want this spoiled. (laughs) Um, the, the Peach's Castle, Mushroom Kingdom level, the tree from the thing is there, the Mario 3D Land raccoon tail tree, Tanuki (gasps) tail thing, is there. It's one of the stars. Or, but, can I mean, you stars. Get, but can you get the Tanuki suit? No, you can't get the Tanuki suit. But you can so interact the with the tree and get a star. And it's just cool. I was like, wow, that's a weirdly obscure reference to go for there. But I appreciate it. I will say the point is... The point in not getting the Tanuki suit is that so that you have more time to appreciate your Mario fashion skills. Especially since... You get what many people consider to be the best clothes in that kingdom. I, I feel like we may as well just have a spoiler tag for the rest of the podcast that's about Odyssey because, oh my god, I could talk about that kingdom for hours. It's beautiful. Uh, we can, so I think that's, I mean, enough Odyssey out of me. I'll probably talk about Mario <laughs> Odyssey a lot in the coming wait, months. Wait, wait, wait. What, quick question about us. How big is New Donk City? Uh, New pretty Donk big. City? Yeah. It's pretty yeah, big. there's a lot to do. Yeah, it's New Donk City is one of the big levels. Um, there's like big levels and small levels, um, where like there's about twice as much content in some levels versus others. So it, it's a way to sort of pace it so that you don't get stuck in like big area after big area. So they kind of alternate it. Um, yeah, some of the areas and, only and, have it's, fifty. It's pretty coins. big, and it's it's a it's a good level. There's lots of like, uh, free running like hop up the buildings and move around the city in lots of fun ways. So it's a it's a pretty good level. Um John, 
What video games have yes. you been playing in recent times? And you're probably uh, one of the only people who might not only have Switch games to talk about. Um, oh I've been playing uh, Lego Marvel's Avengers like, lately because... For a second, I thought you said Lego Marbles, and I was like, that is a strange <laughs> crossover. I, I, I have money, and I am willing to put said money on that crossover. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's 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 a Lego game. It's an open world like uh, Lego game, which is fun. You get to fly around as Iron Man and basically any other obscure Marvel character you can think of. That's not an X Men character because Marvel doesn't like the X Men lately. I thought they like uh, lost the rights to like m- certain media's. For they that. don't. They don't have the movie rights to the X Men. Ooh, mm-hmm. ouch. So, and now, since Disney now owns Marvel, they're being stingy about it. Well, if we can't make movies about them, we'll just cancel their cancel their comic series and not put them in anything else. Ooh, ouch oh. again. Yeah, they're, uh, they're mean. They're mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the game's fun. Um, so, instead, of, if you don't want to play as characters like Wolverine or Storm, you can pick Speed and Hellcat, if you're familiar with them, which I doubt any... Only 2% of the population is. That just went completely over my head. <laughs> but yep, I, I almost I thought. thought that was a Sonic Forces, like, you can create your own character thing. That's how obscure it was to me. Yeah, no. It's weird. But yeah, that's fun. Coley, what games are you playing? Um, on Switch or 3 Either, games? both. All. <laughs> or both. Okay. Um, well, I don't know if any of you here are Pokemon fans, yes. but Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon came yes. out recently, and I have been playing that whenever I'm not at work. It's also so good. And I absolutely love it. Like, people were skeptical, like, even including myself. I'm like, I'm not going to get Ultra Sun and Moon. It's just going to be, like, the exact same thing. But they actually do readjust the story a little bit, so it is a bit different. They've added a ton of Pokemon, so it's not just the same ones that you saw in Sun and Moon. They added a lot more. On a scale of Crystal to Black and 2 and White 2, how different is it? I'm not really familiar with Black and White, so I really can't say. They're like completely different stories. Like, the the setting is the same, but like the story is completely different, and they're like really sequels, and you're not retreading anything. It's not like... It's not completely different. It's like, you follow the same thing. Like, they readjusted a couple things, but the main story is, like, basically the same. And I haven't finished it yet because they added a really cool thing into Ultra Sun and Moon where, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Sun and Moon, but you go through, like, wormholes. But you don't, like, it's... Oh, you enter, and here's another cutscene of you going through a different one. But in this one, you can actually control through the wormhole. And there are a ton of different ones, like there are electricity balls that you have to dodge, there are like light rings that you have to get so you can keep moving and stuff like that. It's a really cool addition to the game, in my opinion. Please tell me it doesn't use the same controls as Mantine Surf. You, at first, the default controls are actually tilt controls. But you can change that. You can change that. And I did the second that I got out of there. I'm just like, I asked my boyfriend, I'm like, okay, where did you say I could change my (laughs) controls? Because I'm not, I'm not using tilt controls. It's, it's a nightmare. As soon as you said tilt, I just thought like, oh no, you did what I told you to, but made it even worse. 
Mario Kart Deluxe meme. I'm using tools. <laughs> I I know for a fact that it's more different at the end in in regards to Ultra Sun and Moon. It's more different at the end. It seems a lot of the differences are in the post game, but I haven't gotten that far either. I'm getting walled off at the grass trial because the totem Lorantis hasn't answered all of my Pokemon. Oh my god, no. You Lorantis too? was actually pretty easy. What? No. I had problems with Marowak because of that damn Salazzle. I have no I use idea Popleo. what's going on right now. I use Popleo, so... <laughs> oh, well then yeah, you were fine. I chose Rowlet as my starter this time around instead of Litten like I did in Pokemon Sun. The Popleo which I named after you, by the way, because I got the <laughs> 1 in 8... So, in Pokemon games... You have a 1 in 8 chance of getting a female starter, and that just happened to me. I was going to name the starter after myself, but then I found out it's a grill, and it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so now I have Colio, uh, Colio, Coley the Brion. It's-a me, Colio! <laughs> <laughs> we'll always tie back to Mario Odyssey. You cannot escape. You know what? You know what? That is an acceptable change. I, I can accept every podcast ending up being about Odyssey in the end. It was it was funny, though, because like, I actually haven't been playing my Switch terribly much recently. I mean, I've barely touched Breath of the Wild, and I really want to get more into it. Um, I've pretty much beaten Mario Odyssey, and like Anna was bugging me. She's just like, you didn't friend me yet! I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Be my friends! You're not it's friends! Because, like, I had gotten so many games recently on my 3DS that it was just like, but but I want to play my 3DS games. And just then go to your house and be like, accept me. Accept <laughs> me. <laughs> Love me. Like this, Yeah, pretty much. I do it. <laughs> Brand Cliff, what games have you been playing in recent times? Yes, so I will actually put the Switch games last because we've been talking about Switch the entire time. On my computer, I have been playing Dwarf Fortress. On my 3DS, I have been playing Pokemon Ultra Moon and getting walled off really early. I, Coley, did you think the early game was hard, or is it just me? Um, I think they added a little bit more of a challenge early game, because like, there were parts that I got stuck at more and longer than previously. That was like blowing through it previously like in uh, Pokemon Sun. And then with Ultra Moon, it's just like, well, shit. I, I don't know if, what they changed, but I burned through Moon. And then in Ultra Moon, I feel like I need to Roto Boost spam every boss battle. I've never used one of those. I just have a giant pile of Rotom Boosts just sitting in my bag. It's that so, I it's so good. It increases all your stats by 50%. And you're still having problems? I, oh, I haven't been getting as many Roto Boosts. And oh. I think that for the grass trial, I, I want to do some level grinding before I hit the grass trial again. Oh yeah, and then on my Switch, I've been playing uh, Mario Odyssey, the super good game, and uh, Puyo Puyo knew? Tetris. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise to everybody. It's a secret to everybody, especially us. So, <laughs> so am I? Am I um, guessing uh, we all give Mario Odyssey a four out of ten? Is that what I'm hearing? Mm, I, I think you're giving it too much credit. I, I will actually. <laughs> I. I think it is truly deserving of a 10 out of 10 from me, and that's because there's only one complaint I could think of through the entire game. And that complaint is that when you throw Cappy to one of those, like, Scarecrow things that hold your hat for a while, um, there, there's, is it a Scarecrow? 
Yes. Well, there's one of those in the Wooded Kingdom, and uh, you you toss your hat to the Scarecrow, and then a door opens up, and then you have to fight a Fire Bro. You know, they're they're like a Hammer Bro, but you know they they spit fire. And when I did that, it dawned on me, I have no way to fight other than throwing hats and jumping. I and it's weird because there's two throw buttons in this game, so I kind of wish they gave you like your Mario 64 kick combo, but I mean. It's a really small thing. That was the only time in the entire game I cared about that. And because of that, I say 10 out of 10. Good game. I thought some of the enemies that they added were, like, cool. Because they did add, like, some new enemies. Like, okay, you know the hammer bro that, like, throws a frying pan? The, the pan bro? I call him... I call him Pammer bro. Pammer bro. <laughs> and I love him. It is so great. Actually, no, there is one other thing that I think about. Um, I'm surprised we haven't said anything about this. The motion controls in this game, and I, I know that when people hear motion controls, they suddenly panic. I will say, you can play this game completely without motion controls, but for some reason there are some moves that are kind of locked behind motion controls. Like, if you've captured a cheap cheap and you want to attack, you have to shake the Joy-Cons, which isn't really that bad. You can play the game without motion controls, but um, some of the actions that are locked behind motion controls... I found a bit weird because I usually played Odyssey with my Joy-Cons attached to my Switch, and I was thinking I do not want to flick my controllers up when they are attached to the Switch. That sounds like an easy way for me to break it, but you can play without them so I guess it's fine. And I think the Cheap Cheap being unable to attack unless you use motion controls, I think that's the most glaring of the motion controls issues, and even then, it's not like you're playing as a cheap cheap very often anyway, so I still say it gets a pass. I love the cheap cheap though, honestly that's like one of my favorite things, because I usually hate water levels, because, let's be honest, like for example, in Sonic games, the noise it makes <sighs> when you're drowning anxiety. Makes me anxiety, exactly, and I don't like that, so I hate water levels so much, but being able to control the cheap cheap makes it so there's no anxiety because I can breathe underwater and it not be a problem. And it's like, honestly, like Lake Kingdom was probably like my favorite kingdom. Really? Because I loved being able to swim around as the cheap cheap. I just thought everything looked so cool and it was just something that was different. Usually you don't get to go underwater like that. I don't know, in my, like, in my opinion, in like a lot of Mario games that isn't really something you do very often. I also want to add that when you're when you've captured a cheap cheap, you're not slow, and that's another thing that sucks about water levels in general. Being slow in water levels is the worst. But when you're playing as a cheap cheap, it's fine. You can also in Mario Odyssey you can long jump underwater, sort of. If you do the what? if you do the long jump command, you do like the, basically an underwater dash. Stroke, where it has the same thing where if, like, you run into a wall, you'll be, like, stunned for a bit, but you can move a lot faster doing that. On the topic of Odyssey controls, one more thing, although may maybe this is a weird time for it. I found it weird that in order to do the dive command, it was hold ZL and Y, and it was weird, because I grew up with Mario's Sunshine, and in, in that game, how it worked was you just jump and press B. But, uh, it, it, it's weird the in this game. The way it works is you... you interrupt your ground pound so you have to press yeah it says to do it at the same time but that's not what you do you press uh the ground pound button zl and you don't have to hold it i don't think maybe you do i don't remember 
but uh, you press it and then press Y after that, and then you'll do the dive. It's it's a weird change, especially since I'm used to Mario Sunshine. But I think you can do it in any in any point of the ground pound. You don't have to do it like you can do it after you've already started going down. Yeah. And any point while you're ground pounding, you can press Y and you'll dive. And also, if you haven't played it for the viewers, um, it's also cool because it gives you just a little bit of height. For some reason, so it sometimes it lets you barely make jumps you usually would not be able to. Now, trick jumping in Mario Odyssey is my favorite thing. Yes, yes, so much fun. Should we just call this podcast Super Mario Odyssey Review? <laughs> no, Coley and I still need to get on that. On what? On, on Odyssey, we, we want to write an article about it. I think I, I think we yeah. want to. Yes. We'll do it, we'll do it. In fact, let's let's talk about a time that we can talk about it. After the uh, podcast. Uh, Anna, Anna, so that we can end the podcast. Because we're coming up on a lot of time now. Anna, what video games have you been playing in recent times? Perhaps even current times? Um, Stardew Valley on both my computer and Switch. Uh, Breath of the Wild. I've been playing the uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I forgot about um, that. Is it good? It's okay. It's okay. That's what I heard. I, I think the decision to put Animal Crossing on mobile was really good, because oftentimes with playing Animal Crossing, since it's such a big commitment, and then you think like later, oh man, I want to get on Animal Crossing, but I don't really want to get it out. But when you put it on the phone, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. I wish it was more of a regular Animal Crossing game. That's my only complaint so far. It's okay. I've also been playing something called Tiny Bird Garden, where it's, like, it's basically Neko Atsumi, but with birds. <laughs> and it's really cute. Do you think Diana would like it? Maybe. I, I know Diana what's, likes birds. What's Neko Atsumi for those of us who don't know what that is? And so it, doesn't help. <laughs> it is a cat collector yes. on your phone. Oh my god. Cats just come and eat your food. Not your food, but the food that you put out for them. And they play with the toys you leave for them, and then they leave you fish, which you can use to buy other toys for them. What if you collect the fish, too? <laughs> no, there's only two kinds of it's, fish. It's just really cute. And then it's, Tubbs it's comes. Oh, cute. And then Tubbs comes and eats all of your food, and you just go, God damn it, Tubbs, I left that food out like uh, two seconds ago. Oh, Tubbs, you're wonderful, and also, also the worst. Then you have to put out more food because he, his fat ass just came and ate all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um i feel like that's it yeah i've been meaning to uh play more games but i get tired and then i play stardew valley more and then i go to sleep because <laughs> like if you ever listen to the game soundtracks like constantly it makes you want to play these games again and then you just don't do it yeah that's pretty much it what's everyone's favorite odyssey kingdom Oh, get the hell I out Don't of play the game. What's, what's <laughs> everyone's favorite uh, video game that's Mar called Mario Odyssey? Mine's <laughs> Mario Odyssey. It's a valid question, though. I want to know what you guys' favorites are. I think I I think we we should start wrapping things up now that we finish games we've been playing. So thank you for listening a... to the uh, Mario. Od oh wait, did you have something you wanted to say? I just want to say that since I haven't played Mario Odyssey yet, Super Mario Galaxy Two is still better. 
than Mario Odyssey, I will fight you. <laughs> um, I will <laughs> also fight Joe you. Joe fights everyone. But I will not fight, fight you, you at the. Fights. I will not fight you at the same time as Joseph is fighting take, you because that would be rude. I will Let's take go. you and James on at the same time that Mario Galaxy Two is inferior to Mario Galaxy <laughs> One and Odyssey. Ooh, ooh. Debate cast. Debate cast. Yes. I will take both of you on. Both of you, V me. Two V one me. Go. I'll do I, it. I feel like I, I want to hear this happen just so that I can hear the first argument be, but it has Yoshi in it. <laughs> no. Crossing that off my point my pros list. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, Yoshi is I oh I could I, I have a whole paragraph about Yoshi, but we need to end this podcast. Um, so thank you for listening to the Super Mario Odyssey podcast, otherwise known as the Game Cola podcast. Um, if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more from us, be sure to check out our actual internet website, GameCola.net, where we have other podcasts. In fact, if you want to check out and compare when we uh, – last year when we were talking about the Switch when we didn't even know what it was really going to be, you can go to podcast number 103 um, and check that one out. I think it was still called the – like. Oh, it had just been revealed to be called the Nintendo Switch and from the NXT or whatever. Um, so, yeah, you can go check that out. Or you can check out uh, different reviews that we've done on the site and um, other content there. You can also check us out on YouTube, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. And you can see uh, various playthroughs by us. I think uh, Valhalla is still being uploaded right now. Is Valhalla still going on? Valhalla is still going on. Um... We have one episode left before, uh, like, Cam needs to upload more. But uh, otherwise, yeah, it should still be going for a good amount of time still, because we still have a little bit left to record. We were supposed to record yesterday, but uh, I got lazy and didn't do a thing I was supposed to do. So be sure to check out stuff there. Um, You can also follow us on social media, right, Anna? We have Facebook and Twitter, uh, Game Cola. It's good time. it's where all of our articles get posted when they, the same day that they're posted on our actual internet website, they go up at 2 p.m. Eastern on our Facebook and Twitter pages if you want to catch them there. You can also follow us on twitch.tv slash GameCola for any live streams that we might do. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and rate us highly. Um, give us a review and five stars. I think that still does stuff. Like, I think it is an, think. it is not a commonly used feature for even, like, popular podcasts. But, like, really, yeah. like, it would help us out a lot to uh, give us a rating and, uh, and a comment. Or even just share the podcast with your friends if you think they like it. If you think they're interested in the Nintendo Switch and want to hear about it, um, send this podcast this way or any podcast that you think your friends might enjoy. Because um, sharing word of mouth is really the best way that you can – is really the best way – that you can help us here at GameCola.net. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening about the Nintendo Switch and Mario Odyssey because that's pretty much all that you got to this month. <laughs> um, we'll have something different next yeah. month for you if that if this wasn't Maybe. your cup of tea. Um, thank you. Have a wonderful day or night or whatever time of day of it is where you are. And see you next month. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
are we going to talk about how we use the controller at all? Because um, if so, I'll wait on my comment, but I don't know. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. You're back. Hey. Hello. Oh my gosh, I was talking so much and no one was saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Usually how it goes.